Okay, let's go back to the cipher. It's been a while. Let's try to cover some ground. Some ground in it, just so. No? Are we ready over there? We have the after Rabbeinu Tam. There's some more stuff going on over there. Perak Aleph Seif Beis Perak Aleph Seif Beis Okay, you know it's always hard to translate and everything is only B'derech Efshah to try together to understand Skulas Haaretz. Skulas Haaretz. Skulas Haaretz. The unique character. If you can come up with something better for the word skula, I don't know. Skulas Haaretz. The unique character of the land. Skulas Haaretz. Skulas Haaretz. And the unique character of the nation. Stim. One with the other. Fit. A perfect. That Shidduch doesn't work. Erzisrael doesn't work with any other nation. And Am Yisrael hasn't made it work any place in the world. There's a Shidduch. That's the Zivig. That's what we've been talking about. The Kenyan Asmi. It's a shidduch. The unique character of Skulas Aras, of Skulas Hauma. Masimais Yachad. They fit together, one with the other. The unique character of the land and the unique character of the nation. Kishem Shahauma, Miuchedes, Lehis Ramimus, Herlokis, and Sanarav Cook explains. The essential, unique character of the nation is Kishem Shahuma Miuchedes Lhisremus Helokis Vimamake Chayeha. This nation, the Jewish people, are singled out, Miuchedes Lhisremus Helokis Lhisremus Helokis Vimamake Chayeha. To that, Hisraimus, how would you translate Binyamin Hisraimus? Hisraimus, elevation. elevation, the godly elevation. Hisraimus, everybody knows what Hisraimus is. Hisraimus, Elokis, Bamakechaya. What singles out Am Yisrael is that each member of the nation is filled with Elokus, and the people as a, as a people. Have the capacity for Hisraimus Elokis, the Mamake Chaya in the depths of her life, in the depths of every aspect of her life. That means not only when we're davening, 
not only when we're engaged in spiritual matters, but in the very depths of our lives and everything. There's that koach, that unique koach, if it's Ramos or Elokis. so too. Etzisel is different from every other place in the world. Eretz Hashem, as it's called in Tanakh, Eretz Hashem. There is no other place on earth that has the distinction of that title. The whole world belongs to Hashem. Hashem created everything. But there's only one place that's called Eretz Hashem. There's only one nation that's called Am Hashem. That within the depths of the people is that Hisroimus and within the land itself there is that also Hisroimus Elokis. And therefore, Machshira es ha'am Therefore, the land prepares, it elevates, it prepares the nation that dwells upon it. Benachlas oilamim. Benachlas oilamim. The inheritance of both worlds. Nachlas oilamim is very important. That term nachlas oilamim, which actually is in this in this parish in Parshas Taldos, Nachlas Elamim. Rabbi Yisraelitzer the war that was going on between Yaakov and Esav in the womb, was al Nachlas Shnei Elamim. Chazal say, al Nachlas Shnei Elamim. They were fighting over the two worlds, this world and the other world. Nachlas Elamim. That was the fight. That was the Muhammad. <coughs> fight to the finish. Nachlas Elamim. Now, in Mitzvah tomorrow morning, I think I'll talk about this a little bit. I'm not sure yet, but I think I'll talk about this a little bit, that, that there was some sort of concession that was made, that Yaakov conceded Elam Hazet to Esav, and Esav, of course, conceded Elam Habat to Yaakov. We're still having a hard time. We're still suffering from that agreement. In general, any agreement that we ever made with Goyim hasn't worked out. And that's the beginning of it. <clears throat> it was really before that, but that's the main, uh, the main uh, treaty that we are suffering from. So, so, Elam Hazer, so here by Shachos, he had some Tyre, the precious Jews, handing out little things about uh, the children in Eretz Israel that don't have milk and bread. So why is it that Jews don't have milk and bread? What's the problem? People should have what to eat. Jews should have what to eat. They should have a correct understanding of, of what each person needs to do in this world to be successful, not only in Rochmias, but to be successful in Gashmias. To be able to have what we need. It doesn't mean to be wealthy, but to have. Nachlas shnei olamim. To have olam haba and to have olam hazeh. Not just olam haba. But to have olam haba and olam hazeh. So Rav Kook is writing that that the Eretz Hashem, Eretz Yisrael, is machshira es ha'am, ha'yoyishev ala, benachlas olamim. It really prepares the Jewish people who live upon it, benachlas olamim, to inherit both worlds. Not just olam haba. Benachlas olamim. It's not supposed to be that way. The Jews shouldn't have what to eat, Chalila. Benachlas Eilamim. Ejisrael is filled with birchas Eilamim. Boruchei ha'Eilamim. Kelchai ha'Eilamim. The Jews, Jews 
should be able to combine both worlds, to have both worlds. And Echisel is Echisel is Neshama, the same way that a Jew is Neshama Shabaguf, as an Ephesolokis that inhabits his physical body. Echisel is the Eretz Hashem that has a, a it has an Ephesolokis. Echisel has a Neshama. It's not just a guf, a gush offer. It's not just a physical place, a, a big clump of land. It's not even so big. It's not just. It's not a piece of of, of earth. Just like a Jew is not. A, it's not a. It's not just a bus of a dam. It's a cell. It's Eretz Hashem. It's filled with elokus, and because of that, it's machshiras alma yeshev alav benachas alam. It prepares and elevates the nation that dwells upon it. Benachlas olam, benachlas olam, to inherit both worlds. Haba bebris ubeshua ubebitachin. That, of course, regarding this, Hashem has brought us into a bris covenant, an oath, ubitachin, and He has promised us. He has promised that these were the these are the parashiyos win. These parashiyos are bracious. The eternity of Am Yisrael, of the Jewish people, is based upon the godly nature that is fixed, a kavua, that is permanently fixed. in the nature of Eretz Chemda Niflazo. In this land which is called Eretz Chemda. Like we say in benching, Eretz Chemda Toiva Urachava. The destiny of the Jewish people is of course inseparable from Eretz Israel. And the eternity of the nation is bound to the permanent nature of the land, which is our home, which is our place, that is called Eretz Chemda. Now, Eretz Chemda, that, that term Eretz Chemda <coughs> is very significant, and Rev. Cook will use it many times in his writings. This is the Hagdom at the Shabbos Haaretz, Rav Kook's famous sefer on the Halachas of Shemitah, which is a masterpiece in Halacha, and it has a Hagdomah that's a masterpiece in Machshav. In Tehillim Kovav, Dovra Melech reveals the problem that the Miraglim had, that the spies had, and that, and that on some level we still have, Dovnach says it very, very strongly. The words that he uses in Kufav are Vayimasu Be'eretz Chemda. Now the word Vayimasu is very, very harsh. What does it mean, Vayimasu? It means to be to despise, to be disgusted with. Mius. Limos. It's a very strong word. When you look when you look in Chumash, the Miraglim is Nadal Azach, you know. They're big people. And they're talking about big things. And they have all kinds of cheshbonas. Very, very spiritual cheshbonas. 
The Zara Kodesh tells us with the Kavanas, they were great people. By the time it gets to David Mel, he just says very very plain, They were disgusted with Eretz Yisrael. The Mepharshim bring down, why is it called Eretz Chemda? What does the word Chemda mean? Desire, like Leisachmaid. Means to desire to want something desperately. Also, the the, the lashon is a lashon of 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 a of a zarch and the keva lashon, like lesachem the eshes reicha, because we learned that the inyan of eretz yisrael and am yisrael is a, is a chasna, right? We learned that we spoke a lot about that. That's the kinyan pnimi, the kinyan atzmi is like a husband and a wife. The lashon of chemda lesachem the eshes reicha, the inyan of chimud. Dam Chimud, without going into any Pratim, is the feeling that there is between a husband and a wife that they can't live without each other. It's not just to want. It's, it's a very, very, very powerful, strong, passionate longing. That's the Indian of Chemda. And Dawda Malach is not saying that Jews don't care for Israel. He's not saying that Jews don't don't even love Eretz Yisrael. Jews care for Eretz Yisrael. Jews love Eretz Yisrael. But he used that lotion, Vayimasu Beretz Chemda. That's missing. Vayimasu Beretz Chemda. When there's a Chemda, when there's Chimud, it means single-mindedness. It means to the point of obsession. Chemda. It's a very powerful word, Chemda. Shehaavayz Chemduha. The others would stop at nothing to get there to Israel. They couldn't live without it, they couldn't be without it. It's a chimud, a chemda. And when Dormanach said, chemda, he was saying that sure Jews like it to Israel, they visit it to Israel, they like to now own apartments that they know that they have in it to Israel, and even though they're here 95% of the time, somehow in their minds they think that they live in it to Israel. But but they're missing this chemda, this midah of chemda, chemdua. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but if you're thinking that it's you, it's okay. I'm not, I didn't say. That's just a kin anyway. You know that's just a kin. <clears throat> it's missing the midah of chemda. Chemda means you can't be without it. Chimud. There are other things that we find that are called chemda. For instance, the Torah is called chemda. The Torah is called Chemda Gnuza. And Hashem Zbach says, the Gemara is in Shabbos, and Hashem Zbach says that, that I have, he says, I have Chemda Gnuza. I have this, this Chemda, this desirable thing, it's called the Torah. For many generations before creation, it's waiting for the Jewish people. It's called the Chemda, Chemda Gnuza. Can you think of anything else that's called Chemda? Shabbos. Where do you see that? Chemdas Yom Chemdas Yom. Shabbos is called the most desirable day of the week. So if we put this together, so we have the Indian of Olam Shana and Nefesh, that in the physical world, in the world, there's a place that's called Chemda, Eris Chemda. There's a physical place in the world that's called Chemda, that's Eretz Yisrael. That's in the physical world. Shana means in time. 
in time, there's a time that's called Chemda, that's Shabbos. And in Nefesh, in the Vedas and Nefesh, there's, there's the Torah that's called Chemda Genuza, the Torah. So that's the cloud that you all know of Ayin Shin Nun, which is Olam, Shana, and Nefesh. The world, time, and the soul. The three dimensions of reality. So in the world, Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Chemda, Toivar, Echava, Vayimah, Subar, Eretz Chemda. Shabbos in time is Chemda, Siyom, Oisah, Karasa. And the Torah is the Chemda Gnuza. Is that which is called the Chemda Gnuza. Chemda means that there's the Nakuda that has the natural ability to pull a person, to draw a person like gravity. A very powerful force that pulls a person, like in the chemda that that is between the chasna and kala. <clears throat> the natural ability, or the natural quality of Eretz Yisrael is that it's Eretz Chemda, that if a Jew is healthy and if a Jew is living the way that he should be living, and if his priorities are the way they should be, then he would be naturally drawn to Eretz Yisrael like a magnet. He wouldn't be able to go away from. It. It's a zivik. It's a shidduch. He wouldn't be able to be separated from it. And if he doesn't feel that way, it's because there's something that's not right. There's something that's not working, that's malfunctioning. Because the natural attraction of Eretz is chasen is chemda, Eretz chemda. It has that pull. The nature of a chemda of the chomeid, is that when you taste of the object of your desire, you want more and more. You don't go away, you don't walk away, you don't leave it. The nature of chemda is that you want more and more. After Shabbos, you have a lot of malki. It's hard for Jews who really understand Shabbos. It's, it's very hard to part from Shabbos. Why is it possible for people to run out of shul and, and people to run out of Shabbos and to, and to, to disappear from Shabbos and to feel, what am I going to do with such a long Shabbos in July or something? It's because the chem does, the, the passion is not there. If the passion would be there, it would be very hard to part from Shabbos. David Amal couldn't part from Shabbos. So there's the Sudas of Amalka Mashiach, Malava Malka. Malava Malka, as you know, didn't make it in America, didn't, never made it to America. Didn't cross over the ocean to America, Malava Malka. I mean, as a fundraiser, it did, but people don't even watch when they, they just uh, write checks, which is a good thing too. But Malava Malka is Davra Malach's, because Davra Malach's whole Metzias was Chemda. Chemda. The whole Indian, the whole Midah of Davra Malach was Hishtoikikus, Tzimo'on, and Chemda. Therefore, Davra Malach was on his head, Vayimal Suberet's Chemda. He was saying, Chever, I know you like it to sell, and you like to visit, and you like to go to the latest, you know, uh, excavations and stuff, but you're not choymed, Eretz Yisrael. You're missing the Midas Achem, which is the trademark of, of, of Dovod HaMelech. They need to be misdabek, Shabbos. So you see the Midas of Dovod HaMelech is not Shabbos, is Dovod HaMelech is, he can't let go of Shabbos. The whole Indian of Dovod HaMelech is Chemda. Chemda, he can't let go of Shabbos. So the Indian of Malav HaMelech is that Shabbos is after Shabbos to somehow hold on to Shabbos, to continue, not to part from Shabbos. And the whole week long, 
a person thinks of Shabbos, thinks of Shabbos, can't can't stop thinking about Shabbos. That's the midah of Chamda. Same thing when it comes to learning Torah. I mean, you want to see if a person's a ben Torah, you just see how does he live ben Hazmanim. What's it like ben Hazmanim? During the Zman, you could also tell, but especially ben Hazmanim, when when the official when the official uh, seder is not in effect and we're not obligated to go to yeshiva today, it's ben Hazmanim, a person who has chemdas atayra, who feels the attraction the pull of the Chemda Genuza of Torah, which is the Mohus of a Jew in the soul, just like in time, Shabbos, and in space, it's a soul, that person can't put down the Sefer, he can't stop learning. So enough community, whether it's Ben Azman or it's Azman, but the Rogat Shavu, they couldn't even on Tishabov for them to stop, you know, it's not so posh Tishabov. Any, anything that anybody said to the Rogat Shavu on Tishabov, he started going to all kinds of people about not, why you're not allowed to learn on Tishabov. But he would go into, into an hour of Maharmakarmis and Pilpulam of why you're not allowed to learn on Tishavav, which was an act of learning. <laughs> but you can ask on the Rogachav, it wasn't Shaykh for him not to be in that, not to be in that place. It's a Chemda Genuza. It's something else. It's a, it's a Chemda. So Rav Kook writes over here, Netzach Yisolmi Yusad al Hateva Heloki. This teva eloki that is that is woven into the into the land into the fabric of the land. The neshama. It's a land that has a neshama. It's a piece of of earth that has a neshama, just like you and I are are pieces of earth of of matter that have a neshama. We have an efshulakis. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Hashem. So this shidduch, this zivug, means that Eretz can never truly welcome any other nation, any other people. Eretz is never comfortable with other people. And therefore, as the Zara Kodesh says, in the Indian of the Ketz Magula, the Zara says, and Bayakal and other places, that you see that Eretz has never given herself over to Goyim. And Goyim, who have settled there, have never been successful in cultivating the land. And, <clears throat> and it would be very foolish to think that the reason is because Jews are smarter. Uh, there, there, are, there are many, many uh, non-Jews who uh, are good farmers as well. And it's not, that's not the, the gift of the Jewish people that, we're, that we know how to make things grow. Secular people, they, 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 they marvel at how Jews came there and were so talented that we were able to make things grow. Kilo, this is the greatest talent of a Jew that he's able to make things grow. The greatest talent of a Jew is that he's able to make himself grow, not to make plants grow. The reason that Israel responds, the reason that Israel responds to Am Yisrael is because it's a shidduch, it's a zivik. And when there's a shidduch, you have children. When there's a husband and wife, there are children. And therefore, when there's Israel and Am Yisrael, uh, uh, when those two come together, there are parents, and we call children parents. Our children are our parents. And Israel, when Am Yisrael is an Israel, it's a zivik, it's a shidduch, it's a, it's a husband and wife. And when there's a husband and wife, then Bez Hashem, there'll be children. So there are parents, and Israel bears fruit. Other people who come to Israel, they know what they're doing. The Yishmaelim are very good farmers. They're not, that's not a, something that they're that they're that they're lacking in in, in their knowledge of uh, of of uh, agriculture. Just because they didn't go to university, that doesn't mean that that they don't know how to work the land. They've been doing that for many many years. 
and and you could explain how is it how is it that 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 Jews who the yeshiva bachem that yeshiva bachem who never in their lives lifted up lifted up a farming uh, tool that then they came to Eretz Yisrael and 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 they started to work the land and Eretz Yisrael started to explode with life and and Yishmaelim who were there for for hundreds of years and there's and and they're and, and they're trying and they're trying the trying with guidance it doesn't go swamps and problems and difficulties and Jews come to yeshiva bachem who are they. They were all, the, all of those, all of those chevra, they were, not all, most of those chevra, they were former yeshiva bachim. Unfortunately, they, they, they were no longer learning Torah, and many of them were no longer shem emissus, but they were, they were yeshiva bachim. They, what, what do you think they were doing? In, in, in Varsha and Lodge, they were on the farm or something? For the most part, they weren't. They were, the, they were Jews that were from the shtetlach, and they knew how to work the land. But most, most Jews are not. That, was, that hasn't been the melacha of Am Yisrael for already many, many generations. The main melacha of Am Yisrael, once we started moving to the cities, it's already there wasn't the Amei Malach. But the answer is, it's not a mystery. When Am Yisrael comes to Eretz Yisrael, it's a shidduch, it's a zivik, it's chasen and karla, it's a husband and wife. And when you have a, a marriage, when you have, then you have a family. And the family, la'am ha-shaykh and to the nation that dwells upon the land, is that the land bears fruit. Eretz Yisrael responds. Eretz Yisrael says, oh, now we have a shidduch. This is a shidduch. And now Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael brings forth her her brachas, all of her brachas come forth. Davka when Jews are living there. When the land is occupied by strangers, by foreigners, so then Etisrael remains to herself. She remains to herself. She does not she does not want to have anything to do with those strangers. She will not give herself to them. She will not respond to them. Those are those are strangers. Etisrael will only give herself over to to, to those who are made her, to those who truly desire her. Not because it's a nice place, not because it it it, it has the uh, a nice view, but because it's Eretz Hashem. That's why it's Eretz Chemda, Shechemdu Ha'avos. And the longing that Jews have for Israel, even those Jews who are not from, or even Jews who are from, but they don't have any connection, they don't have a relationship, unfortunately, with Hashem when it comes to davening or mitzvahs. They don't have any. But they but talked about Eretz Yisrael, Mishigaf Eretz Yisrael, you tell them what about what about why don't you try davening a little bit? Why do you think Eretz Yisrael is such a holy place? Because it's it's the Eretz Hashem. So maybe you want to have something to do with Hashem. So that's Eretz Hashem. Now I'm not into God. I'm into Eretz Yisrael. There are many there are many Jews that are like that. You talk to them about God. They're not interested. You talking about you talking about Shabbos about Chenda Seyamim. They don't want. You talk about the Torah Chenda Gnuza. They're not interested. You talk about Eretz Yisrael. Oh Eretz Yisrael. Then that's already the, the main cause of their lives. They don't scream about Shabbos. They don't scream about Torah. But anything about it's a cell is shrite and shrite and screaming and yelling, it's a cell, it's a cell, it's a cell. You have to come to it, you have to live at a cell. So when you say to the person, what about you? What about learning Torah? about Shabbos? What about davening? Only it's a cell, only it's a cell. That, that of course, is a, is a perversion of Kedusha's cell itself, but there's a reason for it. <clears throat> that, that, that's very, very obvious. Eretz is a place that you, could, that you could step upon, you could walk and you could see. An Sheruch, people who are, who are people of great depth and Ruchniyas, they can feel the passion for Shabbos and for Torah as well. But people who are not necessarily in that place of Ruchniyas, they could still relate to Eretz Yisrael on some level because it's a place that you could visit, you could see. Shabbos, that doesn't mean Shabbos. Torah, I don't know what that means, Torah. But Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, they have pictures, they have albums. They, so 
therefore, the, the same people, the same person who doesn't scream about Torah, doesn't scream about davening, he could scream Shabbos. And not Shabbos, he could scream about HSL, HSL, and he's ready to die for HSL, and, he's, and he can't understand how any Jew doesn't move to HSL. Why, what about you? How, how come you're not moved by davening? How come you're not moved? After all, the whole reason we're supposed to be in HSL is to, have, to be dovuk to Hashem. It's the Vekus Bashem. That's why it's Eretz Chemda. Because of the Neshama, not because of something political, but because you have some. Uh, you're in, you know, in the Irish, they long for Ireland, and the Italians for Italy. You're a Jew. And the connection that we have is because of the Shechina. It's, it's because of the Neshama that's next to cells. So why is it that you don't have such a passion for Shabbos or such a passion for Tyra? So the person's not an Ishruach, and therefore the relationship that he or she is able to experience with Hashem. It somehow plays its, it plays itself out in a physical place that's called Eretz Yisrael, because of course that's Eretz Chemda. If the person would be Yosef Pnimi, then it would play out on all three levels. Then you have other people. It's interesting that they have a they have a, a love of Shabbos and have a love of Torah, but when it comes to Eretz Yisrael, they don't feel a kesher, they don't feel a shaykh. It's also an interesting thing that something is not healthy, something is not right. When things are healthy, <coughs> the dveikus is a dveikus on all levels. Olam Shana and Nefesh. When the system is working, it's Olam Shana and Nefesh. The world, time, and place. That's when everything is working. When something is not working, then it will be a love of one or a love of two, but or two out of three, but not all three. When something is not functioning, there's a malfunction in the system. Because if a person is Meshuggah for Eretz he should be Meshuggah for Shabbos. It's the same with Bernish what is What's special about Eretz it's a chitzonistic thing because you, you're, you're, you're a nationalistic person, you're a patriotic person, so you, so therefore, you understand that the secular Zionist is an Indian that was very, very strange in Klai Yisrael, such an Indian, such a sugya, but it's understood that people who had separated themselves from Torah, from Shabbos, that the last thing that they were holding on to was Eretz Yisrael, was Baruch Hashem, that some people hold on to Eretz Yisrael, so they replaced Shabbos and the Baruch Shalom and Torah, they replaced it with Eretz Yisrael. They replaced it, they couldn't relate anymore to God, for whatever reason, and they couldn't relate anymore to Shabbos. They're Machal Shabbos. They're not learning. They left Yeshiva, Machal Shabbos. But they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to leave Am Yisrael. They didn't want to leave because they, they have Nefesh and they And they don't know what to do with this Nefesh kiss. So the only, the only thing they could do with it is to, is to go to Eretz Yisrael. It's to dream about Eretz Yisrael, talk about Eretz Yisrael, fight for Eretz Yisrael. Because they left Shabbos. They left, they left Torah. So what are they left? What do they have? They have Eretz Yisrael. But a person who's, in, who's a mom and who's an Eved Hashem has to ask himself or herself, why is it that the only thing that gets me going is Eretz Yisrael? How come Shabbos doesn't do it for me? How come Torah doesn't do it for me? On the other hand, a person who's connected deeply to Shabbos and to Torah has to ask himself, how come I don't have an Indian with Eretz Yisrael? What's the matter with me? How come I don't have a Chimud for Eretz Yisrael? How come that's not my Eretz Chemda? Why am, why am I satisfied so many years living in Chutzlaritz and living this kind of a life and being so separated from Eretz Chemda. There are people who are from and they're Shemim Mitzvahs and they keep Shabbos and they learn Torah, but was talking about great people. So, Jews will be critical of each other, so the person who's Meshigah with Eretz Yisrael is critical of Jews who don't love Eretz Yisrael. The person who loves, who loves Torah is critical of the people who don't love Torah. Everybody's looking at everybody else, but the emphasis is that the system is working when all of those three are are helping each other and feeding into each other, Olam Shona and Nefesh. Chemda Sayyamim, Chemda Gnuza, and Eretz Chemda. So you have to catch yourself that when you when you see yourself as a person, you are honest and you acknowledge that Shabbos doesn't do it for you, and you could sit on Shabbos and you could read novels the whole Shabbos, 
But but if somebody says about Eretz Yisrael, then you start to you start to <coughs> to, to jump at the scream Eretz Yisrael, and you're ready to go grab a flag and to go out marching in the parade. Why aren't you Why aren't you feeling that on Shabbos the march for Shabbos? Why is it that Shabbos doesn't break your heart? The Jews are machal the Shabbos. Why is it that you're screaming about Jews who don't move to Eretz Yisrael, but doesn't but you don't scream about Jews who are machal Shabbos? That doesn't break your heart. Why is it only the Indian of Yisrael that breaks your heart? Shabbos doesn't break your heart. Torah doesn't break your heart. The Jews are not learning Torah. Only that they don't live in Eretz that breaks your heart. That's heartbreaking. But it's one of the three. You understand? That's the point. It goes together. So if you're heartbroken, why is it? How could a Jew possibly live in Chutzlaretz? Are you heartbroken that a Jew in Eretz Yisrael is Machal Shabbos? That you don't, that you can live with it. When you're walking in Eretz and you see cars coming and going on Shabbos. That doesn't break your heart. The tzaddikim are heartbroken over all three. Jews not learning, Jews not keeping Shabbos, and Jews not being in Eretz Yisrael. It's heartbreaking. All three of these are heartbreaking. If only one or two of them are heartbreaking, it means that there's something that's not complete. Beside it. Okay, that's, that's what we have to work on. We have to work on ourselves. But it's interesting how people, I find, will be critical. How come you're not learning? Because this guy's a ben Torah. How come you don't love Eretz Yisrael? How come you not have Shabbos? But it's really, the system is Olam Shana and Nefesh. It's... When, and when a Jew is in a healthy place, the chimud, the longing, the passion that he feels for Yisrael is a passion for Shabbos, and it's a passion, and it's a passion for, for Torah. When something is not right, it's one or two. Which is still good, Baruch Hashem. The, the Jew should feel any chemda. It's a, it's a gewaldige thing. And it's not, God forbid, in any way to be put down and looked at in a bad way. But not to be critical of other people. Not to be critical of other people. That's your chemda. This is my chemda. I'm a sugar for Shabbos. You're a sugar for Eretz Why did you say? Why do you say that your shigaon is more holy than my shigaon? Because why? Because that's an Indian of nationalism and patriotism. Who says such a thing? That's not what Eretz is. It's not a matter of of, of, of patriotism. It's Eretz Hashem. It's Eretz Hashem. So my thing is Shabbos. My thing is learning. Your thing is Eretz So you may just you may like you can't understand a Jew that doesn't love Eretz I don't understand the Jew that doesn't love Torah, that doesn't love that doesn't love Shabbos. So the problem is the, no, these Jews don't understand each other. Well, okay, that's not the But but it's all three. It's not one or two. It's all three. That's what it means to be a yid. Be'etzim. It's to be in in touch with the chemda that we have for Hashem is because Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Hashem. Not because, as we learned in the first sif, not it's because. It's wonderful because Jews could be safe in Eretz Yisrael, or they'll be able to have our own, our own uh, country, or we're able to have our own banks and our own, and and you know our own economy and our own government and so on and so forth. All of that comes from kfir. That means it comes from kfir. It doesn't come from Torah. It comes from it comes from secular kfir. It comes from heresy. It doesn't come from Torah. Torah is it's Eretz Hashem. And that's the chemda that we have for Eretz Yisrael, because it's Eretz Hashem, and we're Am Hashem. And that's the zivik, that's the shidduch, not because of an economy, not because you're proud, because you like to see Jews walking around with army uniforms. It's because it's Eretz Hashem. Eretz Hashem. Am Hashem and Eretz Hashem. Of course, it requires all of those things. And it's nachlas elamim. There should be a healthy... Should be a healthy economy, and should be a healthy army, and should be should, we should live as healthy Jews in our land. Neshama, neshama beguf, a soul in a healthy body, not just the neshama. That the problem with the separation between the neshama and the guf is this separation between between Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, because Eretz Yisrael is the guf, is the physical body of Am Yisrael. 
It's a physical place. Shabbos and Torah is spiritual. You know, the Torah is mislabish, of course, in mitzvahs, and Shabbos is mislabish, and in the in Oinik Shabbos and all the mitzvahs of Shabbos, but Eretz Yisrael is some place you could you could smell, you could touch. You could smell. It's different. Therefore, it's more easy to connect to that than it is to the other things, than to Shabbos and to Torah. It's more easy to connect to. <coughs> but that's the meaning of Netzach Yisrael, Yusadat Lateva HaLoki HaKavua B'Madbei Eretz Chemda Neflozu. Eretz Chemda Neflozu. It's a wondrous place. It's a, Eretz Yisrael is Eretz chemda neflozu. What does it mean, nefla? A pella is neshama and guf, like we make the bracha after going to the Besakisai. Reife kalbosu, mafli lasas. And the Ramah says a pella means when you have a neshama and a guf. The two opposites can come together, a soul and a body. That's what Eretz Yisrael is. Eretz Yisrael is Eretz chemda nefla. It's a pella. Eretz Yisrael is a pella. Every other place in the world, God made every place. Everything is God. Everything is elokus. But and just and God made uh, all other nations of the world too, but there's a pella. A Jew is, an, is a pella because a Jew is is a neshama shabaguf. It's a neshama. It's a chelakilakar. It's an efshalukis in a physical body. That's a pella. That's mafli laasays. And Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Chemda Nifla. It's a pella. Eretz Yisrael is a pella. It's a pella that it has a neshama. It's a piece of earth that has a neshama. And if we could believe that 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 our body. That, that flesh and blood has a neshama, we can believe that there's such a thing that Eretz Yisrael has a neshama. It's an Eretz Chemda Nefla. It's Eretz Chemda Nefla. Let's just finish the sentence. But look at the, look at the Lashem. HaMusal Eretz El Tevelokhi HaKibu Matbei Eretz Chemda Nefla Zu HaMizuveges LaAmzeh You see the Lashem? HaMizuveges What's that? A zivik. When you go to Eretz Yisrael, you have to doubt that the zivik should be early off. Eretz Yisrael doesn't work out with everybody. There are people that go and they can't stand it. They can't live there. There are people that go and they come home. To the home, I mean, they, they leave. They come back here. They can't be there. The zivik wasn't really often. Didn't work out. Over here, even though there was a ghetto, there's no, no, a Jew doesn't take any place in between, so he can be machzegushal, so he can go back there. It's all right. He doesn't marry anybody else. But, but there was a, there's a separation. Let's not even call it a, a ghetto, but there's a separation. But the zivik didn't work out. Something didn't work out, so they're separated. They're separated. So you have Jews that they go to Eretz Yisrael, doesn't go. The Zivik is not early often. Because the Indian of Eretz Chemnaflazu with Am Yisrael is Hamuzuveges Laamza. Mizuveges. It's a Zivik. Just like, just like there's a Chasna Kala, Hashem has chosen Eretz Yisrael. Liskulasa. Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. Nishmas Ha'uma Vehaaretz. Nishmas ha'uma v'haaretz, the soul of the nation and the soul of the land. That's the zivik. No other nation has a nefesh elokis, and no other land has a nefesh elokis. Israel has a nishmas, a nishmas chayim, a nefesh elokis. No other place has that. There are many places in the world that are physically more charming. They're more beautiful. I mean, I don't know, I haven't been to so many places, but uh, there are places that are beautiful. But, uh, oh, not neshama, you know, it doesn't have a neshama. So you can go to Switzerland, you can go to, you can go to uh, beautiful places. So you, can go to, you can go to beautiful places, there are beautiful places in the world, and, and a Jew goes there and can take pictures, and you can, it's nice, but a neshama doesn't have, 
The Shama doesn't have. If you can go to Switzerland, I was once in the airport, I saw that. It was never in Switzerland. And even then, it was an emergency landing. That's the truth. It was around 40 years ago. So, I never saw Switzerland. This, this past summer, my wife and I was in, in, in Canada, in, in Banff. It's Mamish, half of the beautiful place. I never saw such a beautiful place in my life. But my wife and I, we were, we were, we were sitting there, we were admiring it, we made a lot of brachas, and we said a lot of kapitel chetilim. And, 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 but at the end, we, we said to each other, on the Shama, it doesn't have. It doesn't have in the Shama. It doesn't have in the Shama. I'd rather take some dirty, dirty back street in B'nai Brak, <laughs> which there are plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me like, you know... Give me, any, give me, give me some little little street in Bnei Brak. I know it's pleasant to the eyes. The Banff is very pleasant to the eyes. It's something to see, and and of course you see the Baruch Hashem such a world, and you you misragish when you see such a thing. Hashem Zibar wants us to see that. He wants us to to remember that He's the Creator and that He made such a beautiful world and and to appreciate it. But appreciation is not the same thing as chemda. Chemda. Chazal say, Isha mucha'eris, Isha chen bene bala. That's what I'm talking about, the, the street in Bnei Brak. Isha afil mucheres. When a husband and wife love each other, zafil mucheres, even if she's ugly, this chen. This chen. Did explain, to, he said to another person, the other person looks at this couple and says, I can't believe that they like each other like that. And to, to the two of them, this is like, this is the Romeo and Juliet. To everybody else in the world, there's like, this is like uh, Beauty and the Beast or something. And to, and to, and to him, it's this Romeo and Juliet. You can ask a kasha. It's a kasha. It's a chemda. It's a chemda. It's a chen. So Chazal say, "Isha filim mucharis." Much is chen bein ebala. A wife is ugly. You say that she's ugly, but to me, it's my that's that's my zivik. Isha filim mucharis. Much is chen bein ebala. She has chen in the eyes of her husband. So 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 you go to you can go to Switzerland. You can go to Canada. And you see beautiful places, and you thank Hashem's work. And, and, and you can't believe that Hashem Zabach made such a beautiful place. That's that's wonderful to visit. To visit, it's wonderful. But it doesn't have a neshama. It's cold. It doesn't have a neshama. These places, the few that I've been to, and not some kind of a big tourist, that was, I think, the, that was actually the biggest trip we ever did. The, the, so, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's mamish beautiful. But a neshama, a neshama, so, so I've been to California, and, and California is so much nicer on the eyes than New York. I don't mean upstate New York. New York is beautiful when you go further away. And then when you get all the way upstate, when you go to the Adirondacks, New York is mamish beautiful. But I don't really drive around those places. But I've been to California a few times. And there, even if you go for a few minutes outside of Los Angeles, you see it's mamish beautiful. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place. But in the Shama, it doesn't have a Neshama. It doesn't have a Neshama. In terms of the Neshama, there's no difference to me. There's no difference between... Between the going to the going over there, uh, Los Angeles, you can go a few minutes, and, and by the water, by the Pacific, we made a baruch there. It's very beautiful. What's it called by the ocean? There's Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, that highway, right? What's it, Pacific? Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, it's beautiful to drive over there, and and we, and we made a bracha, and we made a bracha, but and the shama doesn't have a neshama, doesn't have a neshama. This doesn't have a neshama. When you, any any single place in Israel, and 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 as per what we're learning, Lukuda Halachas in the yeshiva, Besamedrish, Besamedrish, yeshiva, shul, anywhere in the world has more chen, has more beautiful to a Jew. 
than 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 the mountain range uh, over there, the, the Pacific Ocean. It's good. It's nice to get away a little bit and to have a little bit yishevadas like that because it opens up a certain rachlus in a person. But the shama and the shama is as It's a zivik. Eretz chemda neflozu hamazuveg Islam zeasher bochaloi kolis kulosai. And therefore, nishmas ha'uma v'ha'aretz. Nishmas ha'uma v'ha'aretz. There are very few people that use these lashayinus. Rabbi Yehuda Levi, who was a tzaddik, who was who was also madly in love with Eretz Yisrael, he in the kinnis and tish above. See on halos shali, so he says, avir also. He calls Eretz Yisrael avir neshem, the 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 oxygen of the soul. Rabbi Yehuda Levi uses a lashon like that. That's why one of the reasons, one of the reasons Rav Kuk loved Rabbi Yehuda Levi so much, and insisted that they learn kuzuri. That was part of the sage in the yeshiva to learn kuzuri. It's the it's the it's the breath. It's the oxygen of a Jew. Nishmas ha'umavaharetz, the soul of the nation and the land. That's the shidduch. That's the zivik. Yachtov together. Paulos as Yisod Haviyasan. Together, Nishma Sauma Vaharitz, when you join together a Jew and Eretz Yisrael, or the nation, Nishmas Hauma, the soul of Am Yisrael, and the soul of Eretz Yisrael, anything can be accomplished. Paulos as Yisod Haviyasan, that brings about the foundation of our existence. That zivig is the foundation of Jewish existence. Toivais as Tafkidan. And demands that zivik, that shidduch demands as tafkidan. Tafkidan means what? Its job, its role. What's the job? What's the role? What's the tachlis? Lahaitsi alapal esarigas kedushasan to draw out that longing for kedusha that's inside of the Jew and that's inside of Eretz Yisrael. Lahaitsi alapal that one's love for Hashem is not shouldn't remain something that is theoretical. One's love for Torah, one's love for Shabbos. All of that needs to be brought out. The Kedusha of the Jewish people, the Poel, is brought about through this Zivug of, of Nishmas Ha'uma V'ha'aretz. Draws out the Kedusha that's, that's contained within a Jew. The Kedusha of a Jew is... That's the Tafkid. In other words, the... The, the Tafkid... The, the 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 purpose of this zivig, or the purpose of any zivig, even between a husband and wife, <coughs> is to draw out the kedusha of that couple, in a in a proper zivig, in the in a in a in a kosher zivig, the way it's supposed to be, the husband and wife are able together to bring out the poil, the latent kedusha that's within each one of them. It brings out all their good qualities. It brings out all of the kedusha, which on his own, on his own he couldn't do and she couldn't do. But when you bring the two of them together, that mix of husband and wife in a true zivig brings out the kedusha of the couple. On his own he couldn't. He didn't. He couldn't. Whatever for whatever reason it's not for now. And on her own she couldn't. But when the two of them are together, it works, because each one is only a plag gufa. It's half, so they can't bring out. But when they're together, so the kedusha is able to is able to be brought out elapoyel. So too, Am Yisrael without Eretz Yisrael cannot 
bring out all of our kedusha. And Eretz Yisrael, as we said before, can't can't bear her fruit, can't bring out all of her kedusha. So now, because of the halacha, that since in order that we should have Yovel and all of the dinim should be deraisa, shmita, and chumas and maisas, you need that that at least the majority of the Jewish people should be living in Eretz Yisrael. We don't have such a matzah. We don't have such a matzah. So that because of this separation between Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is not being fully is not being fully activated. Kedusha Saaretz is not f- is not in full effect. Shumas, Maisis, Shmita, Yoival. It's not, it's not, it's not activated. Eretzisel has more, has much more to give. And, and the Hara bias that there's, that there's, that there's, uh, that there's a, um, a base Tifla, a place of Tumah on the Hara bias. How is Eretzisel soluble <laughs> such a thing? If Eretzisel and Am Yisrael were together, and the Zivig would be the way it's supposed to be, then, then, then Eretzisel would not be soluble, the mosque. The mask would go away. How it would go away? I, I don't know, but it would go away. It would go. It wouldn't be there. But when there's a separation between Am Yisrael and Eretz then Am Yisrael grows weeds, and Eretz grows weeds. The worst weeds of Eretz are growing on the Harabais, which is itself a shocking thing. From the holiest place on earth, that there could be such a tumma. Because when the husband and wife are separated, then all kinds of strange things can go on. All kinds of problems and all types of infidelities can take place. And that's what's happening. I'm Yisrael away from Eretz Yisrael, as a husband away from the wife. So strange things go on. Strange things happen. Eretz Yisrael is lonely. I'm Yisrael is lonely. And I'm Yisrael, therefore, Jews can give themselves over in the wrong way. And Eretz Yisrael can also on certain things. But to, be, to, to bring out the Kedusha of a Jew and to bring out the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, it's only when there's a Zivag of Am Yisrael, of Am Hashem and Eretz Hashem. When there's a zivug of Am Hashem and Eretz Hashem, then all of Kedusha's Eretz Hashem is in effect. Then the higher bias can't be servile. Who is this stranger? A chutzpah? I'm, I'm married. What's this a mushkas, a manuvel doing over here? In Yerushalayim? Churches? Mosques? In Yerushalayim? <coughs> when the husband and wife, when it's the way it's supposed to be, she's not servile. She's not servile any visitors. She can't, she can't entertain any guests. Arois, out. There's no such thing. But when there's a separation between Am Hashem and Ez Hashem, there are all kinds of strange foreign things come around, and there are all kinds of flirtations that are taking place. Hashem and that's And that, that's the massive that we're in now. It's very strong. You feel that a person who has these sensitivities feels it in a very, very strong way. Avi, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Um, hopefully I can say this right way I'm thinking in my head. Um, I'm sorry. I was just thinking, um, is it is it possible to have both the have this both the, this strong connection Olam Shana Nefesh to be Eretz Yisrael Degiyah Shabbos Ben Torah, and to also connect to Eretz Yisrael in that like chitzoni patriotic like way sure. and like saying be be someone who's like ver- be someone is. Be someone in that way, also, and like be someone who ex- ex- very externally is very supportive, right? So as long as he's also hundred percent. That's not a steer. That's bichlal not a steer. You, you know, when I was growing up, there was a camp in the mountains. I don't, I don't think it exists anymore because I haven't heard about it for so many years. But some of my friends went to this camp. 
I don't want to say the name of the camp because it could be this. So there's nothing wrong with the place. It was just it was it was a camp. It was an Orthodox camp. The Orthodox even there was very very weak. But you're only allowed to talk Hebrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're only allowed to talk. I had a couple of friends that went there, and like it's very funny because like these people, the kids like they don't know how to talk Hebrew. Their, their teachers also don't know how to talk Hebrew. <laughs> so, but everybody's supposed to talk Hebrew, and they use all the terms from the Israeli army, you know, uh-huh. all that stuff. And like you belong to this group, and they, you know they use all the. You're a corporal. You're a Ramat Kali. You're this. You're that. They made it like you. In other words, it's someplace in the Catskills, but they wanted to make it like like you know you're, like you're in Tveria or something. It's just the Catskills, you know. It's South Fallsburg. It's not Tveria. So, um, so I remember that I read. I remember that I was reading once uh, something from the Samarovs who was a passionate about Israel, passionately in love with Israel. Unfortunately, many of his followers lost that, and he himself cried about it. And he wrote about how he, that was something that they took from him, that that's not what he was trying to give over. They became, they lost a feeling for Israel, Hashem Yoachim. That wasn't him. He was a, he was passionate for Israel. But he said an interesting thing. And when, in, I think it's in Al-Ghul of al but I don't remember. Or it could be in Vayel Moshe. But, but one of the two swarm where the Samar said an interesting thing. He said, when you see that there's a Jew, that he <coughs> has made into a yesod of his life, into some foundation, fundamental aspect of his Judaism, something that Bechlal is not a chiv from the Torah, but when it comes to things that are open and obvious chiv from the Torah, he doesn't have any shaykhs to them, he says it's a simon that it's not al-tzad ha-kedusha, that, that it's not a holy thing. And the example that he gave is that you have people that all they talk about is that you have to speak in Hebrew. They eat, they eat chazer, they have shrimp for breakfast, and chazer for lunch, whatever. But they say, in Hebrew, could you pass the shrimp? <laughs> or nalim surat hachazir, or basar lavan, as they call it. Basar lavan. And it's all, pig is called basar lavan. So, the Samarov said, where do you see such a thing? You see, you see by Kairach. Kairach was, Kairach was a, a big person. Karach, all he wanted was the kahuna, yeah? Karach. So the Samarab said, where do you see that a Jew, in order to be a Jew, you have to be a kain? This is such a thing. You can't be a Jew without being a kain. Thus felt, that's what's missing in his life, the kahuna. So the Samarab said, the only thing that's important is to speak, is to speak Hebrew. That's what's important in your life. Tarfis, Chil Shabbos, Gilei Rais, everything is go, everything goes. But, it has to be in Hebrew. So, so the Satan Rebbe said that whenever you see such an imbalance where, where, the, where, where it's just one Indian, that's what I was talking about a little bit before, but it's not with the whole system of Yiddishkeit. He said, he said it very strongly that Simmons come from the Sitrach. The whole thing is from the Sitrach. It has to do with patriotism. It doesn't have to do with Kedusha Saritz. That you have to talk in Hebrew? Why do you have to talk in Hebrew? What the Ramam talks about the chiv, what it talks to speak in to speak in lashon hakodesh, a person who lives a life of kedusha and the Indian of what lashon hakodesh is and when to speak Hebrew and how to speak Hebrew and so on and so forth, there was tzaddikim like the Minchas Alazar that on Shabbos he only spoke lashon hakodesh. A person who's sensitive to kedusha, on Shabbos he couldn't speak. He couldn't speak on Shabbos. Not even, forget about Hungarian. That Hungarian he wouldn't speak Yiddish on Shabbos. The Minchas Alazar spoke lashon hakodesh on Shabbos. It's an ish kedush. But a person who says that the, 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 one of the 13 Ikarim is that a Jew has to speak Hebrew, why is that one of the 13 Ikarim? 
How come you don't eat kosher? How come you don't keep Shabbos? Why is it that speaking Hebrew is one of the third in your car? So you have in the schools this whole business with the Ivrit, Ivrit, that they're supposed to try to teach the kids how to speak Hebrew. Those are the, the, the teachers don't know how to do that, and the kids don't know how to do it, unless there's an Israeli teacher. <coughs> the kids come out totally confused. They don't know how to learn. The ones that know how to learn are the people who are sitting and learning for, for six, seven, eight hours a day. But instead, they have learning for an hour and a half a day. The teacher has to talk Ivrit, Ivrit. The teachers, they don't know how to talk Ivrit, Ivrit, unless they're Israelis. And the kid learns wrong Hebrew. Doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how, they don't know how to talk, and they don't understand what they're learning. But... We feel good because this makes us into people who are Zionists. You know, this makes us into true, uh, into true pioneers. So when we go to uh, when we go to, uh, to 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 the Inbal, we could say Toda Rabbah. <laughs> even though the guy will say, even though the guy at the gate will say, no problem, it's okay, have a good day. But you're all excited because you said Toda Rabbah, and it took them 12 years in Yeshiva to teach you to say Toda Rabbah because you first of all To Ra Ra Toda. Like you get these kids from the Ivrit Ivrit, you put them up to the home, but they don't know how to they don't know how to dive. they can't dive. The whole thing comes from the Sitra this whole lineage from the Sitra It's not about terrorists, it's not about the Rebbeinu it's about patriotism. It's not about Kedusha's Eretz Kedusha's Eretz doesn't depend upon whether you're able to say Shabbat Shalom instead of saying Good Shabbos. Without going there, I know people get insulted with that. I spoke in Los Angeles a few years ago. I had, they, were, they were going to throw me out of the shul. I said that. I said, I said, what's with this Shabbat Shalom? What's with Shabbat Shalom? Ashkenazim, what are you saying? Shabbat say Shabbat Shalom. I, but what do you, well, ask Gazim, what do you think Shabbat Shalom, what Shabbat, 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 Sukkot, what Shavuot, and what's Torah, and Chamishrei, Chumshei Torah, Rashkenazim, maybe say Shabbos and Sukkot, it was, that's how our fathers and our fathers spoke. And we're not wrong in speaking that way, and the Sfatim are not wrong either. Where does that come from, the, that business? It doesn't come from Kedushas Eretz Israel. It comes from, I want to be like an Israeli. <clears throat> and I want to be an Israeli, so Israelis say Sukkot. You're not a Svarad, you're not an Israeli. You're just a Dope that lives in Woodmere. So it's, it's just the way your father said Sukkot. You could also say Sukkot. You don't have to say Sikkot. You could say Sukkot. <laughs> but, 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 but to say Sukkot, when everybody sounds so weird and it sounds so strange, you have to say Sukkot. And you have to say, Ashrei Yoshvei Veitecha. Who says Veitecha? I'm not going to ask you to say Veitecha. What kind of Veitecha? Or in the shul that we were diving that they don't let you dive for the oven over there. Guy gets up, they throw him off from the oven because he says, he says, uh, he says, Sarasacha. Uh, he says, What's this? It's Taratacha. It's Taratacha. All these old Ashkenazim, they can't even speak Hebrew. They scream at Taratacha. They don't even know what it means, Taratacha. They just know it's supposed to be ta 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 instead of Taratacha. Maybe there's somebody asking me to dive in for the Amen, and I said, it's Al Tanai that I dive in with their Havara. With the Havara. So I said, I can't agree to that. You're Masa Masha Kasa Batara. So Menachem said to me that he wants to have a conversation with Moshe Lichtenstein to convince me. That I can do it, and that's the way I, sh- I should do it. For, you know, so, you I, know how Rav Kook daven for the Omid? <laughs> that's how Rav Kook daven for the Omid. Yitzkadel v'yitzkadesh. He was a litvak. Shmei rabo. That's how he daven. He didn't say yitzkadel v'yitzkadash. Rav Kook wrote a tshuva. Rav Kook was very strong. He held al titosh torasimacha that you're not allowed to change the havar with davening. Oh, you're talking to somebody. That's something else. But when you're davening, Rav Kook paskin, you're not allowed to change the havar. Ashkenazi has to daven Rav Kook passing like that that you have to daven with the, with the Ashkenazi I, I, I now this copy that I'm taking the sweet juice what do you mix them up because they because they didn't daven for the Omer Yishalmi Yishalmi is more of a Russian a little bit of a Russian Havar a little bit we should be Zachim and Shemdad, be Shalom, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs>